This is the Buzzer Beater Show with your hosts, the Bryce Brothers. Hello, welcome to our second episode of the Buzzer Beating Podcast. Buzzer Beater Podcast with Jay and Bo. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So first things first, I need to apologize. We started off really well uh, last episode by me saying MVP. NBL MVP Xavier Cooks plays for the New Zealand Breakers. That was an absolute lie. <laughs> he plays for the Sydney Kings. So, my bad. Uh, that's on me and not Bo. Um, but anyway, so the talking about Xavier Cooks, what's what's the big news, Bo? Well, he's at Washington now. Um, well, he's still going to finish the finals, but it's... Washington what? Washington Wizards. Yeah, which is? An NBA team. He's yeah. in the NBA now. Yeah, which is huge. So the the full signing details are he's going to play the rest of uh, this season out with um, with the Kings. So it's only like three, four games, uh, depending on how they go in the finals. Uh, and then he'll move across and he'll play the rest of the NBA season with the Washington Wizards, which is like roughly 15 games probably. And then he's also signed till the end of next season. So it's a decent chunk of time uh, to prove himself. He's always wanted to... Uh, switch across to the NBA. He's 27 years old, so if it was going to happen, it probably needed to happen this season or the next at the latest, wouldn't you say? Yeah, agreed. Usually, like, he couldn't have gotten drafted. No, no. no. He had to enter this way. Yeah. Um, So, in terms of the finals, so far, he's... uh, The first game, he played pretty poorly, but he's been nursing a... uh, I think it's an ankle injury... Uh, for the for the whole of the finals. So the first game, uh, the Breakers pulled out a, an upset win um, and Xavier Cooks was pretty poor. He was 2 out of 10 from the field um, and they lost. And then in the second game, uh, he w- he played like less than 10 minutes. Yeah, kind of reminding me of um, Ronaldo. I know it's very random. In Ronaldo in what way? He plays on the bench. Oh, you mean 10 minutes. Ronaldo? No, he doesn't. He plays in no, the, the Saudi Arabia wo- World Cup. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. What a great reference. Look, we cover all sports here. Abs- Apparently. Absolute experts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, and then in the second game, yeah, he played like less than 10 minutes. Injury was a factor, in, but the Kings won. So the series is level 1-1. One, one. Uh, the next level 1-1. One, one. Yes. What does that mean? Like... As in, it's one each. Anyways. So, it's equaled. (laughs) Um, And then the third game of the series is on uh, Friday. So, that's huge news for the NBL. Uh, He's going to be one of, uh, I think, something like five players who have joined from the NBL um, last year. This is very unrelated, but did you know um, Deshaun Tate from the uh, Houston Rockets came from the NBL? I didn't know that the hell yeah i didn't i didn't know that Tate's a good player he is yeah i yeah. didn't realize he came um from the nba anyway that's interesting so xavier cooks will sign with the washington wizards which is huge uh he's six foot seven uh he was the mvp this year he averaged 15 points per game eight rebounds four assists um it'll be interesting to see how his game translates like he's very physical he's dunking on everybody um but there's a lot more athletes in the nba and the fact that he can't really hit his free throws is going to be um huge so isn't he only six seven yeah he's six seven well then so he's probably gonna have to run a small forward or a small ball power forward um yeah. Maybe shooting guard, like, you know, pull a Joe Ingles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's possible. But it'll be interesting. I'm not sure how 
it's going to work, but happy for him nonetheless and definitely good for the NBL. Um, moving on, so last week we talked about uh, the Shep Gators, obviously, and their new import, Derek Murphy, who's replacing Garrett uh, from last year. They also have another import uh, from New Zealand. Uh, his name is Josh Kuiman. Um And to be honest, it was pretty difficult to find any information about um, him online. I was doing some research and I found a game winner from his like under 18. Um, It's a good game winner. Um, But he's only six foot. He's a guard. His favorite player is Russ. Um, And he says what he's going to bring. He's a vocal leader and he brings intensity on defense. Defense. Yeah. As a six foot guard though. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Patrick Beverly. <laughs> I was going to say a bit, yeah. of, a bit of Pat Bev about him. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting. So the Gators are only a few weeks away from their first uh, their first game. And yeah, we'll definitely have to have to catch some of those. It'll be the, their team. Like they had a great season last year, but they look even better this year. Yeah, we said that we were going to watch a game, but we haven't yet. The NBL. Yeah, we did lie about that last time. Yeah. We said we were going to catch a few games, but we caught up on them. And um, in terms of the... The Gators, uh, Josh Kuiman from New Zealand, six foot guard, should be interesting, for sure. Um, moving on to the NBA, so first of all, uh, since the trade, um, the trade by the Los Angeles Lakers, where they shipped out Russell Westbrook, they brought in three quality role players. Um, who were the quality role players? D'Lo, Malik Beasley. Who's D'Lo? Um, he's. Oh, six foot no, four. What's, what's his actual name, though? D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, yeah. I just yeah. call him D'Lo. Um, uh-huh. Van, Jared Vanderbilt, but you call him Vando, and mm-hmm. Malik Beasley. Yeah. Which I think that are going to be three crucial parts of the Lakers' offense. Yeah. Well, and, and defense more so for Vanderbilt. Um, so, since that trade, they are 7-3. and three. Uh, LeBron's only played, I think, three of those games. And, uh, oh, sorry, no, LeBron's only played two of those games, I believe, and D'Lo's only played two. So they've been really, really good um, since making that trade, and that is without, you know, LeBron James, probably the, if not the greatest player of all time, the second greatest player of all time, and without their um, new star point guard. So pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, me me and Jay think that um, LB's the GOAT. So yeah, I think I think most people in the modern generation, that's kind of the general um, consensus is we all grew up watching LeBron James, just like um, older generations in the 80s and 90s grew up. Watching MJ, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's um, we'll come back around to LeBron in a bit, but he looks to be out for the next two to three weeks. Uh, Anthony Davis has been absolutely huge during this stretch. He's averaging, uh, I think, about 35 points, 12 rebounds without... Um, LeBron, they just beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, he had uh, 30 points and 22 rebounds. Yeah, I mean, it's like back to the start of the season. He was... Yeah, if, he, was uh, he he may have been, it's just, you know, depending how you want to look at it, he may have been the best player in the league. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say he was at stretches. I mean, I remember that game in Milwaukee. I think he had like... He had 40 points against the Bucs, and he, he was going toe-to-toe with Giannis, and he was unreal. I would, I mean, people could argue he's the best rebounder in the league right now. Anthony Davis? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's putting up the numbers. He can be inconsistent. Um, yeah. But At yeah. the start of the season, he averaged six rebounds, which was eh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But he's getting it up now. Um, but yeah, he's been huge during this stretch. Uh, Austin Reeves. We love Austin Reeves. He's been great. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, ev- everyone's been stepping up for the Lakers and it's huge. They're currently in the, uh, the play-in for the first time in, in forever. They're still only like 10th place. And in the West, it's so tight. They could win, they could lose a game and go back two places or win a game and go up two places. It's definitely good. It's a relief. Well, um, so the question I wanted to ask you, Bo, is if the Lakers, and it's a big if still, because they've only just made the play-in, and even then in the play-in, you can, there's quality teams in the play-in. You can easily lose to a Dallas Mavericks, who are currently in the play-in. Um, Warriors might end up in the play-in. Like, there's, there'll be some really good teams they um, might have to beat. I think that um, Warriors will make it to the playoffs. I think so, too. But yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Um, so, gr- like, if let's say they end up finishing in a play-in or playoff spot. If they're fully healthy, do you think Lakers are a legitimate chance at um, winning the championship? <laughs> Very good question because in 2020, I mean, LeBron, you know, not talking about AD, was surrounded by great role players and that's kind of where he's at now. So I think, you know, they'll make you, they'll need to make a couple of small trades, but I think that they'll be contenders, but... I think that they will be contenders, but I think it will be like a Clippers thing where like you don't really think that they'll win the championship. Well, they can't. They can't make any trades. Remember the trade, the trade deadline's closed. So yeah, well, I know. I'm talking about next season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think they'll for sure be a chance um, next season. But this season, I mean, you're right. It does. The, the team is really similar to that um, at the moment to that 2020 team uh, that won a championship. It's just you surround LeBron and AD with shooters and defenders and you just see what happens. So during that stretch in 2020, they were the best defense in basketball since making the trade. And remember, this is without LeBron, who can be a plus defender, um, and without D'Lo, who is actually a pretty good defender. And I mean, they've been starting Schroeder in his place. It's pretty obvious. Um, Schroeder (laughs) is a a better defender, but uh, D'Lo, you know, gets a lot of fast break opportunities or at uh, least i would say i would probably say uh, d'lo is a better defender but schroeder schroeder does well um but anyway so yeah so it's the same sorry so what i was gonna say is in 2020 they were the best defense in basketball since making the trade they've been the second best defense in the league um so like that's a huge jump they've gone from like 13th to 9th in like 10 games yeah they've been a lot better. They weren't making the play-in um, a couple seasons ago and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like a lot better. The West is relief. still really difficult, though. I They're going to have to make it through, you know, the Denver Nuggets, Golden State Warriors, if they have to play them, who are improving every day. Um, and, like, the Memphis Grizzlies, there's a lot of weird stuff happening with Ja Morant. We don't know if he's going to um, play long-term. Uh, but... Yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, cut. We'll cut to a break at the moment, and uh, we'll come back after this. See ya. One FM. Welcome back to the Buzzer Beating Podcast with Jay and Bo, and we're going to be talking about Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell's seventy-one points. Now, what do you think about that, Jay? Because uh, my question here is, you know, Will Chamberlain um, scoring one hundred points is crazy doesn't matter what era you do it in, even though he's just dominant back then. It's crazy. So do you think that it's possible 
with you know the NBA having a lot more scorers now, do you think it's possible for them, for anybody in the league to score 100 points? And uh, who would that be, and why? It's a good question. Um, I think, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, look, there's a lot of mystery shrouding Wilt's 100 point record game. Um, a lot of people claiming it wasn't real, regardless if it was real or not. Um, still an incredible feat, even if he was playing against um, people who went home and um, were plumbers in their spare time to pay the bills and whatnot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but look, I, I think it's possible. I think it's possible one guy just goes for 23s in a game and he just, with the three points scoring now, people are getting closer and closer. I think Damian Lillard, he was one three away from equaling Clay Thompson's all-time uh, three-point record. Uh which was 14, and Dame had 13 in his 71-point game. Um, I didn't know that. That's yeah, it was very... <laughs> it was funny. He was he was like unconscious at the start. He was like... I, I think at halftime, he was like... Uh, I don't know. At one point, he was like 10 out of 12 from three. And then he at the end, when he was on like 13, he just started jacking them up and missing a bunch and completely ruining his efficiency. But he really wanted that, uh, that uh, yeah. three-point scoring record, but he did not get it. Um, and then Donovan Mitchell, on the other hand, he got his points um, mostly from the free throw line. I think he had something, and Dame did too. I think Dame had uh, Dame had a healthy, you know, fifteen free throws or something. But um, uh, Donovan Mitchell had over twenty free throws. Um, so I think there's there's a few different ways to do it. Um, I think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind is that Damian Lillard to me is a lot more impressive. He did it. Without any overtime. That's true. That's and true. Yeah, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell did it overtime, in overtime. Yeah. But in saying that, um, Darius, uh, sorry, not Darius Garland. That's the other. <laughs> that's the other Cleveland guard. Um, Donovan Mitchell's was a very close game. Remember, they well, first of all, obviously, because they went into OT. But remember, he had to miss the intentional. He had to intentionally miss the free throw at the end, and then yeah. go in for the rebound just to send it to OT um, for him to even get a chance. Whereas, like, if we're being honest. Dame, they were up by like 30 against the Houston Rockets. And by, by the way, the Houston Rockets, everyone drops like 50 points against them. That yeah. team sucks. Um, I love I love Sengun. I like Jalen Green. I like. Oh, I don't like Jalen Green. Why not? Because he's just a shot chucker. He just throws up sh- 30, yeah, 30 shots but, a game and they're but all But, you know, when he, when he drives. Oh, he's an unreal athlete. And he's a great talent. But there's just no winning culture. It's annoying when he just chucks up threes. I get what you're saying. It's Ke- like having Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green I love, as your I guards. love Kevin Porter. Though. I do too. But they're both yeah. just guys looking to score every time with bad shot selection. Well, they're, they're not like... You need at least one like pass first guard, I reckon, in your lineup. Yeah, well, neither of them are point or at guards. least to be ideal. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Sengun's great, guards. though. Agree. Sengun's great. And if you ask any Houston Rockets fan, I feel like they are all they all want the offense to be ran through him. It's kind of funny imagining, uh, imagine having your center being more of a point guard than yeah. your... <laughs> well, that's, that's the modern NBA. I mean... Yeah. Um, Jokic. Yeah, absolutely. Draymond, even. Um, Sabonis, yeah, all those players. Anyway, look, I think it's possible. I, I think it's entirely possible one guy just goes absolutely crazy um, for, like, you know. Who, who would that be? I mean, the obvious answer is um, Steph. But I just think with the Warriors' culture, that's never going to happen. Don't forget, um, Clay and Steph have both had 50 points through third quarter, through like three quarters, and then Steve Kerr just sits them for the last quarter because that's, like, that's winning culture. It's like, well, we don't yeah, really but, care about but your stats. Steve is. Um, a good coach. Oh, Very, no, he's fantastic. No. That's what I'm saying. It's winning culture. Mm, yeah. But 
I do think that would prevent them breaking the record. I think Dame would be a good shout, just being on a team like Portland, you know, they're going to let him get his stats up. Um, do you think that LeBron has a chance? Because you haven't talked about him. Nah. No, I don't think so. LeBron, LeBron's not able to get not his... Not much of a three-point shooter. Yeah, he's not able to get his three-point attempts up there. Uh, sorry, makes. He can shoot a lot. Doesn't mean he's going to make a lot of threes. Um, and he's also... He doesn't get any foul calls when he drives. Um, yeah, yeah. So Boston. You have to get... Yeah, that Boston game. I love you, Jalen Brown, and JT's awesome, but... Oh, yeah. The was, hell, that, JT. That was a terrible call. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway... So yeah, maybe a team like Damian, like um, like maybe a player like Damian Lillard on a team like Portland Trailblazers, who would actually let him get those stats. I even think of like maybe Trey Young, um, yeah. on the mm, Hawks at some know. point. If he just had a crazy, because he gets like thirty points on yeah. terrible efficiency regularly. Like if he just had a game where he just wasn't missing. Yeah, fair. Um, That's actually a good point. I think it would be if anyone's going to get it, it's going to be some guy. It's going to be a Luka. guard. Luca. Yeah, Luca could. Luca could. It's gonna, it's gonna, yeah. I don't know with Kyrie though too. That's true. If he didn't have Kyrie, I think he's definitely possible. Luke, yeah, Luke, Luke is a decent shout, but didn't like he have like um this one game he had forty and no, like twenty, sixty, twenty and ten. He had yeah. sixty points. It was ridiculous in, against the Knicks. Um, but look, I I personally think if someone were to break Wilt's record, it would not be a big man. I think there's no way any big yeah. in the modern NBA. Except maybe Joel Embiid could do it, potentially, probably not. Um, it, well, I mean, we're talking about three-pointers here, and, like, Joel, like, can oh, shoot he's, he's a great, yeah. He's a great shooting big man, but, he's yeah, not, but he he's doesn't really not, get the, the volume of attempts up there. And he's not much of a three-point shooter. He, he's got a nice mid-range, but, you know. Oh, he's, yeah, well, I would he's, say he's a, he's a very good three-point shooter. Yeah, but anyway, but it, like, Jokic, isn't, Jokic doesn't care about his stats. He's never going to go for 100 points. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other... Like, I don't know, like, who else is there? Like, maybe Cat makes, like, 23s? Like, I doubt Ooh, it. Cat, um, no. <laughs> yeah, so I would probably say it would have, to be, would have to be a guard or, like, a small forward who just made heaps and heaps of threes. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would put, like, Dame has a chance. Uh, Donovan Mitchell would have a chance. Um, Bunch of players would have yeah, a chance. Yeah, Steph would have a chance if we got the minutes, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know Clay could, but... No, nah, not with Steph on. Actually, team. probably not in the modern NBA. Maybe prime, prime, yeah, Clay. prime Clay. Yeah, thirty-seven points in one quarter, um, ridiculous. Mm. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll uh, we'll round it out a little bit. We want to talk about our. Well, I don't really want to talk about my game because I lost again, uh, <laughs> as per usual. Yeah, I'm keeping the streak of never ever winning a game of basketball in my life alive. Um, but Bo had a, I mean, it w- Bo lost as well, but you had a, you had a great game. So you, you want to talk about your game a little um, bit? I'm not going to say stats, but I felt like I was passing really well. I ended my scoring drought because I played two games without scoring. Yeah. Still playing good, I thought, but. Yeah, um, no, definitely. But yeah, you're too, describe, so he scored four points, so it's not you, like. You described the okay. second one. Well, I don't well, well <laughs> why don't you start? What was the first two points you scored? Describe it for um, me. So I just ran up on the break, and I didn't really think about it much, but I just pump faked, and then I got the guy jumping. And rather than taking the layup, I just took a standing jump It's so shot. funny. You did not jump. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you stood there and threw it from your chest, and then it just swished, and then you looked around like 
shrugged your shoulders like it was nothing and i said oh my god this guy yeah but like <laughs> it i shouldn't i don't know it was like right at the rim so oh oh well you made the shot man yeah. so but the second one man the second one was heat so he he picked the ball up what like near the three-point line yep i was i'm gonna mention my teammates here mm-hmm. um jack was out um i think mid-range so i was thinking about passing to him and then Max popped out to three, so I was also thinking. So I was just thinking about everyone, and then I looked at Max, and then I realized the defender got caught on Max, and then I just did behind the back and just driven. And he was still stuck on Max. So, so you did like a, I don't know, you did like a pump fake up, and then you went behind the back and you just like lost the dude. It was crazy, but the finish, the finish was crazy. So you went up and under. You did a reverse layup, but it went about. Oh, it Over went the backboard. Oh, it went so high. It bounced off. It's not like like it bounced off off the glass and then it went above the backboard and then came back down and in. Um, <laughs> yeah, it it was great. I was hyped for you. Um, you guys ended up losing, but still, I think what you got. Three, I know both teams played pretty well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You three games, one draw. First game was a draw against um, against your rivals. That was a great game. Not rivals. They're still demons. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, a little interclub rivalry. I won't, I won't mention who, but some of them used to be on our team. And yeah. And they left. So, oh, yeah. it was a bit of a grudge match. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, and then, um, so what? One, uh, one, one, drew one, lost one. So, you're doing very well. A lot better than when I uh, coached you last year and you didn't win a game. So um, I don't know. I mean, our roster was just kind of uneducated. Well, yeah, I think I think you just more ex- more experience um, for all of you. Similar group, anyway. Um, shout out to Jack and Max. They're my friends. Fair enough. Jack told me to shout them out. So. Anyway, I'll quickly sum up uh, my game. It's not going to take long. Uh, I scored zero points and we lost by like a hundred. I know. Uh, it felt like you were playing against a Harlem Globetrotters. Oh my! Like. Yeah, they were just throwing the ball around us like like we were cones. Um, and the, one of the, the guys I was guarding the whole game was like six foot seven and just making post talks from like the three point, uh, range. So it was, uh, it's pretty unreal. Anyway, um, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit about, uh, the NBL finals. We'll preview, uh, maybe we'll preview the first Gators game that'll be coming up and, um, yeah, yeah whatever happens in the NBA or, um, anything like that. So yeah, thank, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you then. Uh, appreciate your time goodbye (laughs) alright thank you Uh, see you next week cheers cheers if you have enjoyed the show then please let us know what you think at our socials 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more till next week goodbye